0: Welcome back to the Ghouls Room. We are your hosts. I'm Emmy, and I'm Julia, and we're back again with our normal cryptid ghostly ghoul things. And I hope it's noticeable, but I got the new Yeti blue mic. It, I, it's weird. It seems super crisp (laughs) on my end. It just seems really. I can hear myself. My headset. (laughs) What is going on? Oh my god. Oh, hail yeah so hopefully this will be um crisper audio for you guys uh, i was using a headset for super long like just like a gaming headset and then of course thanks to the patreon and lovely donation from julia's mom we were able to <laughs> get this <laughs> it is super exciting um but yeah that's us just you know, yes, thanks mama <laughs> so true thank you so much um let's just like you know like dive right in you want to you want to share our social medias for, for mm-hmm. us
1: yeah, absolutely. So we honestly at this point just Google the Ghoul's Room podcast. No, I'm kidding. We can't do that, but <laughs> we we have uh the ghouls room underscore in between each word as our username for Instagram and Twitter. We have a Facebook called the Ghoul's Room and we have a Gmail called the Ghoul's Room Podcast at gmail dot com with a period in between each word. And last but not least, we have our Patreon called the Ghoul's Room. Where you can sign up and see all this artwork, and for our tiers three and four, we film our podcast. You can see us there, and just help us buy better equipment so that our quality's better, our video quality's better, kind of things. Just it's really exciting. Getting like, I'm so excited to have this new mic. I'm not gonna lie. So <laughs> it was all thanks to you guys on Patreon. So if you want to help us out further. Maybe getting some pop filters kind of thing. Because I currently use a sock as a pop filter on my microphone.
0: Oh, I didn't even so... think of putting one on this one. What is a pop it's filter? Is, it, is, that, is, that, is, is, it, is that important? It's like
1: that squishy thing you see on oh, microphones, yeah. So that if you're making like key sounds, you don't get like a every time you talk kind oh, of thing. Oh, I didn't even think but... about that. I have it
0: kind of raised. So I'm hoping that maybe because of my mouth isn't it right it's, on it. It'll be fine.
1: I honestly don't know how much this sock actually helps. Oh, also forewarning, it was Guy Fawkes Day in England on Thursday, which is a big uh, fireworks thing. So all actually for like two weeks before and now people have been setting off fireworks everywhere because it's legal, which I didn't know. It's not legal in New York to set off your own fireworks. But yeah, so because there was no big official gathering, which there normally is a big bonfire, people have just been setting off fireworks left and right so if you hear something in the background i'll try to get rid of it but yeah people are just setting them off
0: pop pop pop. who knows (laughs) yeah and if you hear anything behind me it's because my cat's in here i'm in like the back room of my apartment and my cat was screaming outside the door before we started this And julia was like oh my god i heard that crow and i was like weird i didn't hear one and then (laughs) my cat was like let in he's just like screaming on the floor but he's just busted he's through just the door. staring at me you? now He's just like sitting across the room just like literally just not unblinking <laughs> um oh, but yeah less. as always the information that we're about to share with you guys is information that we gathered from the internet we do not yet have the funds or ability or time to go out and dig up all the information on our own so we are very thankful for the public forums the articles the journals the um community pages that share this information for public consumption so thank you so much for sharing this with us so we can share it with everybody yeah
1: i definitely can't go out because england is on lockdown 2.0 it started on thursday might have been wednesday no thursday my life hasn't changed that much as you can tell because i don't even know when we went into lockdown but uh all non-essential stores are closed, that kind of thing. Just grocery stores are open. You can't meet with anyone. You can't leave your house. Well, you can leave your house. But you <laughs> the strongest upon. lockdown ever. You are. You cannot house-bound. step bound Housebound, no. <laughs> you cannot leave. But schools are still open, which is That's interesting. Universities are not.
0: So yeah, let the younger people who get like the most sick, let them go to school. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That doesn't make sense. They're just going to bring it home to their parents. It's fine
1: it's fine it doesn't matter but it... yeah so i've been locked down again um i'm already doing school online so it wasn't that much of a leap but yeah it is what Sex. it is it is what it is <laughs> <laughs> it really do be like that and we have a new president oh we do yep for the united states so as of a few hours
0: ago. Yep, he is, I think they're kind of, um, they're saying he won the presidency, but they're also kind of saying, like, he's, like, the predicted winner, like, he's, I mean, he, yeah. he, he got the electoral votes, so, you know, he did win the yeah. presidency, but I think it's going to be a couple days of, uh, Trump's going to kind of fight tooth and nail for it, he's not going to want to, uh, give that up to There too is going to be a fight, oh, I yeah. do
1: believe that Georgia will be recounted, at the very least Georgia, because... It was so close kind of thing, but I don't know. I think, I think we've got this. I don't think. Oh yeah. We didn't need, has we didn't any... need
0: Georgia. We needed like Nevada. Yeah.
1: Once we had Pennsylvania, it was, yeah. it
0: was gone. Has Nevada even decided yet? Yep. They, 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 they're. <laughs> oh, did uh, provided, they? Yep. <laughs> they were waiting so long. I was going to say once
1: Pennsylvania decided. They missed their one opportunity.
0: Like,
1: to be important. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, oh man. Nevada
1: damn it <laughs> i saw these posts though um people in nevada who were like it's nevada not nevada and i was like i don't care just give me the vote." yeah this is the first
0: just, just count them this is the first time where i actually have known where that fucking state is to begin with like i didn't know where <laughs> it was like it was somewhere out there like does it even, does anyone even like visit there i only know it now because it's in las vegas it, true i've never been there though so, that's not saying i've because, only been there once not saying because i've never been there that it's not important <laughs> <laughs> it's not important listen julia i've never been there it's unimportant
1: <laughs> doesn't exist i when i went to vegas i drove with my stepdad first and then our mom our mom no my mom no, <laughs> it, my mom is now emmy's mom as well <laughs> she is all of our mothers but uh she joined us a day later so we drove up and i believe it was in nevada or at least near the border And I want to research it, and I'm going to talk about it later, but we at one point hit a thunderstorm, and it rained. And I didn't know this, but out west, or just in dry states, I think maybe, if it rains, it actually lifts oils from the earth and makes it almost as slick as ice. So once it started pouring, we had to pull over. Actually, it was a torrential downpour, too. You could barely see. So we had to pull over because it was so slick and we pulled over and we were planning on going here anyway it was a haunted saloon oh type place so we ha- sat there and ate lunch as it's just thundering out around us and we were the only two people in the place because it was so miserable out and it was it was really cool but it was really intimidating that's not gonna crazy lie. also i'm yeah so i'm going to research that at some point and do an episode about that but Yeah, it was scary. And I hate thunderstorms, too. So I was already scared about that. And then just having the waitress tell us all these tales of what's happened to her as she's worked there. And I was like, oh (laughs) my god. She's
0: like, I just want some chicken tenders. I was like, I am scared. (laughs) I just want some chicken tenders. Yeah, I was (laughs) like, I just want food. (laughs) (laughs) Not (laughs) the scariest. Not the scariest. I don't want to (laughs) be spooked. Oh my god. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I definitely do a story about that. Because you have some, like, yeah. been there knowledge, bruh.
1: I know. I want to explore. Every time I Google ghost stories or something, just looking for something, they're like, top 10 haunted places in England. And it's, I want to go. I'm so close. <laughs> I can't. Damn it. Ugh. COVID. It's just, I, I know if we had done this any other year, I could be going out and being adventurous.
0: Although I would probably be too scared. To be a <laughs> long, it's long. a tough time but... for ghost hunters these days. It really
1: is. Really is once everything's done if there's a vaccine or something as celebration maybe I'll go find the most haunted place in England and stay there and cry myself to sleep. Hell yeah. But no. I am not promising to sleep <laughs> anywhere. I'm just kidding. I will visit, but I am not
0: <laughs> she's not putting her life on the line like
1: that. Hell no. I have anxiety about sleeping in no ho- normal hotel rooms, <laughs> let alone haunted ones. Facts. I don't want to do it. So, that's
0: factual. But, yeah. Information.
1: Wild times, but we out here. We're surviving. I'm researching trees now for class. I I don't know.
0: (laughs) Plant those trees, baby. Revitalize the rainforest. Learning all about them. Save the world. Hell yeah. What did you, uh. Speaking of uh, saving the world, what did you bring, uh. What did you, what ghost stories did you, uh, bring for us today? (laughs) I don't know how that deals with saving the world, but please. I was gonna say,
1: I don't know how that's related. (laughs) But. Today we are traveling to Germany to talk about Eltz Castle, Ooh. and I am already going to do the disclaimer of I apologize for my pronunciation. I tried to keep some words out <laughs> and just use descriptions rather than using the words because I was like, I don't know. That's, that's some fair. of them were long and intimidating, but I, m- me being me. Did some historical research before I talk about the famous ghost that lives there. Or ghosts, possibly.
0: Ooh. You
1: never know. So, just, I got this from Wikipedia. Sorry. That, that's fine. <laughs> no cool sources this time. It's from Wikipedia. Rip. As I said, I've got a presentation on Thursday about trees. So, I've been researching lots of trees. I've got that tab now. If you were a student, you understand. But when you see the forty open tabs at the top of your browser,
0: <laughs> oh my that's god, that's what mine looks like, it's right got, now. like. They just like stop I'm, listing, and it's just like a little bubble in the top corner. And you feel like click ex- it down. exactly.
1: I've just got like a color, just showing what it might be. That's where I'm at at this point. Oh my god. So, This castle is called a Gannerbenberg. Oh, I've already you. already did it. <laughs> Gannerbenberg. Or essentially, it's a castle that belongs to a community of joint heirs, which I thought was kind of cool. So it's divided into several parts. And those parts belong to different families or branches of the family. And that normally occurs, I guess, when multiple owners or one or more territories jointly build the castle to house themselves. So I guess they all lived nearby and they said, hey, let's build a castle. We're all related. But then they all have different areas of the castle. I don't know. I will post a picture of this because this castle is actually drop dead gorgeous. I'm not going to lie. If you, if you have ever wanted the more, most perfect fairy tale castle, this was it. It was more height than width. I can't explain it very well, but I've, I have no doubt that you have probably seen it if you've ever seen photos of castles because people get engaged in front of it all the time. I digress. Um, in the case of Elts, the family comprised three branches, and the existing castle was enhanced with three separate complexes of buildings. And the main part of the castle consists of the family portions, and up to eight stories high. Like, this castle is a big boy. Uh, they would reach towers of heights between 30 and 40 meters, which is 98 and 131 feet. And they are fortified with strong exterior walls to the yard. They present a partial framework. I don't know why I put this in here. It interested me, but I'm reading it now, going people might not care about the framework. I want the foundation
0: how many bricks? How much stone?
1: <laughs> Three thousand four hundred and eighty two. Shit. No, that's too much for bricks. But yeah, so about like a hundred members of the owner's families lived in about a hundred rooms of the castle. This is a massive place. And then a village once existed below the castle on its south side, which housed all the servants, craftsmen, and their families that also helped support the castle. Then we have Ploddults, a Romanesque keep, which is the oldest part of the castle, having begun in the 9th century as a simple manor. By eleven fifty seven the fortress (laughs) was an important part (laughs) I'm sorry. It was an important part of the Holy Roman Emperor Empire just kidding. Under Frederick Barbarossa, standing astride the trade route from the Macelle Valley and the Eiffel region. Again, more things you probably didn't care about, but you're gonna learn it. It's important it's I'm an academic. I am in (laughs) I am in the academic mode. You're gonna learn it. In the years 1331 and 1336, there occurred the only serious military conflicts that the castle experienced. During the Eltz feud, the lords of Eltzer, together with other free imperial knights, opposed the territorial policy of the Archbishop and Elector Baldwin von Trier. Okay. The (laughs) Eltz castle was put under siege... (laughs) That's it. That's all you get. The Eltz Castle was put under siege, and possible capture was bombarded with catapults by the Archbishop of the Diocese of Trier. A small siege castle, Trutzeltz Castle, <laughs> was built on a rocky outcrop on the hillside above the, s- the castle, which can still be seen today as a few ruined walls outside the northern side of the castle. The siege lasted for two years, but ended only when the free imperial knights had given up their imperial freedom. Baldwin reinstated Johann again to the Burgrave, but only as his subject and no longer as a free knight. I don't quite know how that fits into this story. Why did I put this here? I'm going to skip the rest of this because <laughs> <laughs> I really just continue going on. You were talking in the, you about were in the, the, the mode. Family.
0: You were in the mode.
1: I was really just like, do you want to know what happened in the 1470s with Philip Zu Eltz, the 10-story greater Rodendorf house, and how it took its name? No, you don't. No. If you do, DM us on (laughs) Instagram. We'll do a sub-episode. But, (laughs) yes. Um, I really went from 1600s, 1700s, 1800s. You can learn all about them. But essentially, the more important part is from 2009 to 2012. There has been extensive restoration. So the castle is actually in really good condition from at least what I saw in the photos from the outside. It's pretty. Go visit it when we're not in lockdown. But here is the story of Agnes Elts, the knight, Braunsberg, and the haunting of Berg Elz. So Agnes Elts was the daughter of Count Elts that lived in Elts Castle centuries ago. Agnes grew up with all her brothers and preferred to be with them and act like them and play with them. And so she was a very, she was a tomboy. Essentially. She was very, she didn't act like the princess that everyone expected her to be. She would much rather dress up as a knight instead of again, spending time in beautiful clothes and sipping tea. She was strong minded and she feared nothing, but this did eventually lead to her downfall. Unfortunately, She was promised in marriage at a young age, as they did in those times, to the knight of Brownsburg. That's probably so wrong. It's B-R-A-U-N-S-E-E-R-G. Like Brunsburg. Or Brunsburg. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, bronze, but it's German, so it might be pronounced differently. That's (laughs) true. But she was promised to this knight by her father when she was young. Again, this was really normal in the times. It was mainly just to strengthen the family and political ties and such. It was not a love match, to say the least. Agnes eventually met the boy that she was promised to, and immediately she did not like him. She said, nope, (laughs) I don't like this guy. She thought he was boring, quiet, and aloof. And herself being this free-spirited, Young woman, I can only imagine that this man was like, I need a princess who stays at home and embroiders, and she's out there in the mud fighting knights. I don't know. Yeah. That's how I imagined yeah. her. <laughs> He's just sitting there going, Oh, what are you doing for an embroidery? And she walks in covered, caked in mud, just going, What? <laughs> What's embroidery? What? Get that away from me. What's embroidery? <laughs> so. Because of this, she just chose to ignore him whenever he was around, which I kind of love. I do. I love
0: that. (laughs) Savage. Power to her. Power to her.
1: (laughs) In later years, so this took quite a few years, he was invited to a large festival at the castle in preparation for their upcoming marriage. During the festivities, Agnes, our girl, ignored Bronzeberg until he could no longer contain his anger. He was pretty pissed. So he went to her. He grabbed her and essentially assaulted her and to the surprise of everyone there she slapped him across the face hell yeah you do not do in those times but hell yes agnes and yeah his annoyance quickly turned into just boiling rage at this point he took off his gloves He threw them at the feet of the Elts family and stormed out of the castle. And I don't know if you know, but uh, throwing the glove down, you know, like throwing the gauntlet, he has declared, I was going to say war. But I don't know if it actually means war, but it's definitely a sort of duel, as in you have dishonored me, we're going to duke it out kind of thing. So, the family, very nervous, just waited and kind of prepared for an attack they were like to,
0: let's just not do anything let's
1: just sit around
0: and see if <laughs> yeah. something happens
1: yeah pretty much they were kind of like we, we know Agnes kind of messed up there well she didn't, he did but in the times it wasn't the good thing to do but they waited weeks yet no one came to attack so they got a little nervous and after a few months went by the family relaxed because they thought oh this was all safe Due to the feeling that the danger was over, the men in the family went out for a three-day hunting trip. Oh, no. Leaving the women and children behind. Yes. It was this very night that the alarm sounded and the castle was under siege. No! Shockingly. Uh, No! Yes. Knights under the command of Brownsburg attacked the castle, killing the guardsmen as they came over the wall of the castle. However, our girl Agnes was not going to just sit here and hide in her family's home as it was being attacked. So, Agnes donned her brother's armor and went out to fight. She came across Knight Brownsburg himself coming into her home, and she attacked him with all of her might. She fought pretty hard, I mean, as... I don't know what her stature or size was, but just initially saying a woman fighting a trained knight—the
0: D- fact disadvantage. That she held her own yeah, I mean, was the, any anyone not trained the, as a knight fighting a knight, slight yes, disadvantage. But unfortunately,
1: he did not know it was Agnes under the armor, and he struck her in the chest. Ah, oh, God, she died immediately. After the battle, Brownsburg lifted the visor of the armor, only to find that he himself had killed his betrothed, Agnes.
0: No, but what, 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 so, what, what was the end game? Was he gonna kidnap her, or like, what, what was like his original I, motive? I I guess I'm assuming that he kind of wanted to
1: kidnap her. I guess, or if he captured the castle, then she really had no choice because it was a marriage for political, uh combination is not the right word but i can't think of like, the right
0: word yeah like just combining two families it was, it was for a pl- political gain yeah it was a political exactly it was a political
1: marriage and so i guess if he captured the castle it would kind of have the same outcome just with a lot more angry
0: people yeah it would be like instead but, of she'd have the option of either either maybe like being a peasant or like continuing to live in the castle as his wife or something like that if he took the castle.
1: Yeah, so his intention wasn't to kill Agnes, but he did. And because of this, many people believe that Agnes is still in the castle, protecting it from attack. It is said that she often wanders the halls, opening and closing doors, and moving objects throughout the castle. In the Countess's room in the castle, you can see the armor she wore during the battle still hanging on the wall so it's still there to this oh day. My god. I know. Additionally, there have been visions of a knight seen outside of the castle, often late at night, riding his horse back and forth in front of the gates of the castle. And some people believe that these are the knights of the castle still protecting it. However, the Elts family itself believes that the knight is Brownsburg waiting for Agnes as he never forgave himself for her death.
0: My God. I do not
1: know how he died, but I assumed it was later old age kind of thing. It wasn't due to this battle.
0: Bruh, that's kind of sad, dude. I know. Like, I hate him. I, it's kind of sad. Because he shouldn't have done that shit yeah. anyway. Like, he attacked her and then left and then fought her castle, and then killed her. But he's looking okay, like, I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to. Now he's like, I know. Some outside. reports...
1: I read one report that said he assaulted her. One report said that he kissed her, which is still obviously yeah. assault. But kissing is a little different than the other option. But yeah. either way...
0: Either way, yeah. it wasn't it, okay. It but like, makes my it God. sad. It, yeah. <sighs> times were different. Times I were know. tough. She was just... Things were weird She was then. a stubborn
1: princess.
0: He didn't have to attack yeah. to do this. He could have won her over, maybe
1: duel her. I don't know. She probably yeah, would have really liked that. It literally
0: could have just been like, inviting her to festivals that had like jousting and stuff. Yeah. Like She probably would have loved that shit, bro. Like, what the fuck? And she was probably quite young. I have a feeling. Oh, I bet you she was probably like 15. So maybe she was just... Like 14, 15. <laughs> probably. Like, at that time. She was probably betrothed
1: sh- when she was nine and then...
0: I'm pretty sure after waited, you, like... Waited, I don't know. Are like a woman, or right? You have your period, then they're like, you're like supposed to get married pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, because you're supposed to have children. Yeah. That obviously that's the only point of being a woman. I uh,
0: mean, that's what this what whole podcast is about. <laughs> that's what this whole episode's about. <laughs> that's satire. That's a joke.
1: Yeah, that is a joke. I am 24 years old. I'm getting my second master's. That's right. Not about that life. <laughs> that's right. And the staff actually also report uh, in the morning when they come in and open up the castle and everything and the large wooden doors locked... No. Nope. The large wooden locked doors throughout the castle. There we go. Hmm. English. Are all open and unlocked. So that's fun. I guess as if someone is wandering the castle at night and has the ability to unlock these doors. Hell no. And they also say that <laughs> yeah many times after they leave at night they come back in the morning to find items moved even the very heavy cannons that are on display throughout the castle um i don't know about you but i cannot physically move a cannon <laughs> me neither
0: i haven't tried Those recently, a so heavy i don't know if i've gained some muscle but
1: i'm gonna <laughs> assume no. yeah i can't I haven't tried, but I'm pretty sure those things are multiple tons. Hell as in, even no. if you were the strongest man alive, I don't think you're moving those very
0: well. Well, if maybe we're, ta- if we're once talking, upon if we because
1: you'd have to be able to.
0: If you're talking about strong men, like the actual people who are trying to be the strong they can they can pull trucks like eighteen wheelers. So true, true. Like, All right, like not. All right, I'm not maybe. talking like CrossFit, like a bodybuilding. No, like the, <laughs> like if 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 none of you have seen it, look up strongmen fitness competition like those are yeah. actually like they don't look like the the super sexy models you see in crossfit like they are <laughs> huge like they are like,
1: now that like oh, said it though obviously you need to be able to move the cannons to yeah. aim them i guess <laughs> so. i guess
0: everyone was a strongman back then like everyone could have done the strongman competitions
1: I personally could not have moved the cannon. Maybe someone else can. But (laughs) they're coming back after night and just seeing all these things moved and again, well not again, but there are also reports that you can hear whispers and giggling as if a child is playing in the
0: halls. See, I'm going to say uh, no.
1: (laughs) uh, Hard pass. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Thank you. Goodbye. But... If you wait long enough deep in the night, maybe you will see our boy Knight Brownsburg sitting upon his high horse, literally and metaphorically, waiting for his dear Agnes to forgive him because he brutally murdered her. And that is the ghost story of Elts Castle. Also, fun fact, to this day, it has remained in the same family up until 2020 the Elts Castle has never left the Elts family that's fucking dope from the 1100s right?
0: I hope it never passes like, over I hope I hope they keep having children <laughs> I mean now that I say that I was like I hope they never leave the family and I was like that requires them to consistently keep having children that also have children you do. don't have to if you don't want we'll to we need to have kids
1: <laughs> if you don't we want were just to. preaching how women do not have to bear children and now we're like but the Elts family but the
0: Elts family <laughs> They have to. You do. The castle's fucking dope,
1: bro. <laughs> yeah, crazy. but I don't know. There wasn't actually a lot on the ghost. It might just all be a tall tale, but I believe she was a real woman. You oh, have yeah. the armor still. Exactly. So I just thought it was spicy and empowering and a really
0: depressing And like, again, murdering. Right there, that's In a, a mm. that's a Simcon bad. That guy simped <laughs> till the very end.
1: He got oh, so pissed he raided the her ultimate fucking, simp. <laughs>
0: he raided her fucking house and then killed her. By and then felt and then and he waited then for all the men to leave. Yeah, yeah. Simp.
1: So simp. he was one of those. I'm gonna confront her, but I'm gonna wait until it's just all the women and children.
0: Because classic simp talk, man. Yeah. Because they can't compete against other men. That's we are projecting onto
1: Sir <laughs> but you're sim.
0: <sighs> a yeah. simp. confirmed. That's a new sim. segment. If we have a, a murderer, <laughs> we see how it all went down. Simp confirmed. Simp confirmed. He oh, murdered her in, in the heat of passion. Simp confirmed.
1: <laughs> Could you imagine, though, he strikes this knight down, he goes, hell yeah, I killed a knight, and lifts the visor just to be like, who was it? And you see the woman you are in love with, and you realize you have just murdered the woman you wanted to marry.
0: God, he must have felt like the whole reason. Shit. He must. He must have felt so bad. Like he, that must have been the worst, <laughs> better. That must have been the worst day of his life, or like one of them. I'm assuming. Good. Should I be
1: like, fuck? Good this was the exact opposite of what I've although been. i am making this into a love story it could have just been he wanted the political power he said you have to marry me. and he was
0: probably like oh man my that sucks that she's gone now i gotta go <laughs> yeah pretty much else. he was probably like ah how shit
1: I-, I did all this siege for no reason how am i gonna explain this to <laughs> and we're people? out here like you're
0: a sim- <laughs> same 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 yep. he's just trying to figure out how to tell his like her uh her brothers and father that She's dead. He's like, oh, oh God. God, I'm going to get in so ugh. much trouble.
1: Imagine... oh, <laughs> I wish I could have, like, learned more about it. I mean, imagine coming back from the hunting trip. And you're like, wow. And I mean, clearly they won, though, because they still have the castle. Yeah. But, ugh. I wonder if he just gave up after that and was just, oops, sorry, I killed her. So, I mean, I guess siege over, because...
0: Yeah, I'm thinking that. Or maybe gone. another knight from the castle had, like, left to go warn... The people on the hunting yeah. trip, because they were only like a day out. So they probably like raced out there and was like, you on the yeah. get back. You can't wait. You gotta go. <sighs> yeah. sure. But
1: I, don't, I didn't actually look exactly where it is in Germany, but maybe I'll visit there sometime. And again, post COVID era. Hell yeah. <laughs> post whenever we get there. Facts.
0: We'll get there eventually, guys. Yeah, Stick with it. We can do it. So, um what I bring today is a little bit not yeah. similar. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I looked into the good old Yeti. Our our yeah. our friend the abominable snowman is what he's also known oh, as. Snowman.
1: There's that ride in Disney. I'm going to come with my story at the beginning so I don't have to yeah. interrupt you but there's a ride in Disney called the yeti and i sobbed on that ride <laughs> i mean Plastic. i was like 10 i think maybe so I, I think i can be excused but i did not like it because the yeti comes for you he chases you he
0: does like it. he's but a continue <laughs> <It's> so um <laughs> the yeti is obviously very popular in culture in like western culture these days when it comes to movies and comics and stories and You know, even like supernatural TV shows, it always comes up at some point, but I'll start at the very beginning of sort of where, where we get this guy from, where we get this Yeti man. So um, in Himalayan folklore, the monstrous creature is known as the Yeti, Um, but for what we're most comfortable hearing it as um, in Western culture, it is known as the Abominable Snowman. So the scientific community has generally regarded the Yeti as the result of a complex of intricate folk beliefs. So rather than, um, you know, how we, like you know, Western culture usually sees it as a giant ape kind of creature, almost just yeah. the chillier version of our neighborhood uh, Bigfoot, but like from the mountains. <laughs> but uh, science because believes it. that we have created this Yeti based on... Different people's beliefs or what they thought they've seen. And then all those things pieced together have created what we know as the Yeti. Um, the term Yeti is a compound word um, putting together the words for rocky or rocky place and, and bear in Tibetan. Um, which was really hard to explain. <laughs> There's actually a lot of etymology and alternative names for the Yeti. Uh, but the most common is... The Tibetan uh, pudding, I believe, in... It. If anyone knows this, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's... Uh, <laughs> the word yeti is derived from Tibetan wily um, and zippy, which is zypy? Z-Y-P-Y? Well, either way, it's... Uh, those two words are, like, rocky and, and Bear, and then together, they create oh. the yeti. Um... Makes sense. The Abominable Snowman was a term coined in 1921. So that year, Lieutenant Colonel Charles Howard Burry led the 1921 British Mount Everest Reconnaissance Expedition. Um, In the book that he wrote on this expedition, um, he includes an account of crossing the Lakhba La at 21,000 feet where he found footprints he believed were probably caused by a large loping gray wolf which in the soft snow formed double tracks rather than those of a barefoot man. So what he's basically describing is either the wolf was really tired and it was dragging its paws as it was stepping over oh. the snow. So it created that like long mm-hmm. foot, like shape that you would see a person having kind of, but they were really large and mm. kind of abnormally strange. Um, he said his, his guides at the time, his Sherpa guides at once volunteered that the track must be that of the Wild Man of the Snows, um, to which they gave the name Meto Kongmi. And if I'm pronouncing that wrong, obviously, I apologize. But that basically translates to uh, Man Bear and Snowman. So they basically called it Man Bear Snowman was the full name okay. once you... That's a pretty apt description. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's, that's what I'm thinking. So it was. So these were tracks that they have seen pretty consistently, which I kind, which I kind of think are kind of sus. I don't think every wolf is loping around, you know. If you're consistently seeing these large, man like prints, I think you can kind of vote those out of being wolf tracks. That's pretty Mm -hmm. freaking sus. Um, the concept of the yeti actually goes back pretty far. We're talking like pre nineteenth century. Um, According to H. Seeger, the Yeti was a part of the pre-Buddhist beliefs of several Himalayan people. The Lepcha people worshipped a glacier being as being god of the hunt. Um, Followers of the bone religion once believed the blood of the Myra god, otherwise known as wild man, um, had use in certain mystical ceremonies. Um, the being was depicted as an ape-like creature who carries a large stone as a weapon and makes a whistling, swooshing sound. So, kind of scary. I don't know if I could ever live in the mountains, because if I ever see a large ape-like creature carrying a stone and then, like, whistling in the middle of the night out on, like, the frickin' mountainside, I'm done. I'm leaving. <laughs> imagine That is enough for
1: me! Because, obviously, the wind whistles. So imagine just hearing the wind whistling and thinking, "Oh god, he's coming for me."
0: Exactly. Exactly. And I'm sure um the the sound it makes was probably actually the wind if you're trying to like break it down like what's real and what's not, but then like how do you explain the giant ape-like creature with a fucking rock? I need fucking answers. Like that yeah. like, <laughs> I have no explanation Sus. for that. Um in uh, let's see We can continue into the 19th century. Uh, In 1832, James Princep's journal of the Asiatic Society of Bengal published trekker B.H. Hodgson's account of his experiences in northern Nepal. His local guides spotted a tall bipedal creature covered with long dark hair, which seemed to flee in fear. Um, Hodgson's concluded later on that it was probably an orangutan, However, um, in that area of the time, it was really rare to see a bipedal, long, dark-haired orangutan. It's not really how they would describe them in that area. Um, footprints mm-hmm. appeared in 1899 in Lauren Waddell's Among the Himalayas. Um, his guides described a large ape-like creature that left the prince th- thought to be a bear. But Waddell heard later that it was bipedal and ape-like So lots of really sus accounts here, Brad. Lots of
1: bipedal people going on. Every time I hear the word bipedal, all I can think of is the, uh, oh my lord, Socrates, I say in a very hesitant voice, saying the description of man was a a furless bipedal being. And yeah. Someone showed up with a plucked chicken and said behold man. I don't
0: Be- know. Behold man.
1: <laughs> a featherless behold, chicken. Behold man. <laughs> Sad. I mean it's furless and bipedal so. He wasn't wrong. But sorry. He it was just- not wrong. <laughs>
0: and and, I, mean, I don't know.
1: It was two philosophers.
0: So. That's fucking hilarious. I remember that. That was a flashback. I wasn't <laughs> in that time but I remember learning about it in school. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's actually a flashback. Um. As we continue on in the 20th century, as people became more uh, engaged with the idea of hiking, uh, the reports started to pick up about these like weird sightings of a yeti or ape-like creature. Um, so reports increased as Westerners, preferably, um, became more interested in like the Himalayas. So they wanted to visit and climb the mountains and bring their cameras and all kinds of good stuff. Fucking Westerners. In um, 1925, and a Tombazi, a photographer and member of the Royal Geographical Society, writes that he saw a creature at about 15,000 feet near Zemu Glacier. He wrote, Unquestionably, the figure in outline was exactly like a human being, walking upright and stopping occasionally to pull at some dwarf rhododendron bushes. It showed up dark against the snow and, as far as I could make out, wore no clothes. Two hours later, after descending the mountain, Tambazi came across the creature's prints and described them as similar in shape to those of a man, but only six to seven inches long by four inches wide. So this is, I think, one of the first descriptions that went against what people were originally describing um, because the prints prior were very large. And everything, every time someone said that they saw this ape-like like man, it was always just this hulking, huge figure. Um,
1: it's actually just some poor man who had hypothermia. Oh, I know. Because if you're hypothermic, you take your clothes off. So
0: maybe it was just some poor. Oh soul. man, it's some poor short yeah. guy just like trying to survive. Yeah. Oh my god! They're like, oh, someone found me, and they're like a yeti. It's a yeti. Run! It's a yeti. Uh, Western oh. interest in the yeti peaked dramatically in the nineteen fifties. Uh, numerous claims of footprints belonging to the creature were reported. In nineteen fifty three, Sir Edmund Hillary and Tenzing Norgay reported seeing large footprints while scaling Mount Everest. Uh, during the day daily... Sir Edmund
1: sounded very familiar.
0: Huh? Everest Sir Edmund
1: sounded familiar. Oh, right, yeah, I read that and, and I, I was like, like and I was like, Oh Yeah we're getting it we're getting I know that guy. We're
0: getting something that, that we that we may have been educated on in the past. I believe.
1: Who knows? I don't remember anything before age 17.
0: Facts. (laughs) And that's on (laughs) trauma.
1: (laughs) That's actually quite liberal. Let's say age, like, 21. (laughs) Facts.
0: For real, for real. And that's on alcoholism. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, Okay. During the Daily Mail snowman expedition in 1954, the mountaineering leader, John Angelo Jackson... Uh, made the first trek from Everest to Kanjinjunga. Kanshinjunga, which is another mountain. If I'm pronouncing that wrong, I apologize. Um, he photographed mm-hmm. symbolic paintings of the Yeti because the Yeti obviously is very popular in the area. People travel all around to hike and try and find this mysterious Yeti. Um, Jackson tracked and photographed many footprints in the snow um, on March 19th. 1954, the Daily Mail printed an article which described expedition teams obtaining hair specimens from what was alleged to be a yeti scalp found on the Pangbosh Monastery. The hairs were black to brown in color in the dim light and then fox red in the sunlight. The hair was analyzed by Professor Frederick Blake-Jones, expert in human and comparative anatomy. The hairs were bleached, cut into sections, and, and analyzed microscopically. He concluded that, due to the shape and nature of the scalp, it did not come from an ape-like creature, but rather a coarse-haired, hooved animal, which makes me wonder, Oh, what the heck is a hooved animal doing out what? there on top what of, like, I,
1: I was gonna say, I mean, uh, do they use pack animals to bring them, please? Or
0: that's what I... It just seems odd, because I don't think most animals are up there anyway. So you're going on this huge expedition, like, up through Everest to Kanchenjunga, and then to all these monasteries, and you're coming across, like, sculpt-hooked creatures. I don't know. Like, it just seems... It still seems a little sus. Like, I I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not an ape-like creature, but maybe the two beings, like, interact or they use one another. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. They're friends. They're best friends. I also think like the best. I always thought that Yetis would be nomadic creatures traveling together and it would make sense to me that they would use other animals to help them get from place to place. Yeah. Like Why even not? if it was to carry like furs or food or whatever, like I just feel like a yeti or even like Bigfoot would be intelligent enough to use other animals to Benefit its own advancement within within life, but then again, I was like reading this, I was thinking way too much on it. I was like, "Oh my god, where's the?"
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, "You really uh, yeah. thought about this." I, I
0: really sat here and I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> um, um, in two thousand seven, American TV show host Josh Gates claimed he found three mysterious footprints in snow near a stream in the Himalayas. Locals were skeptical, suggesting that Gates, who had only been in the area for about a week, simply misinterpreted a bear track. Nothing more was learned about what made the print, and the track can now be found in a natural history museum. But well it's oh it's not in a natural history museum, but instead in a small display at Walt Disney World. And I think you know where that yeah, is Yeah, uh, I've seen that I've seen that the Yeti ride. <laughs> it's kinda of funny that you mentioned that at the beginning. Actually, I and think then, it's called Mount Everest. The Mount Everest ride. Now that I think
1: now that I think about it, I don't know what it was called, it doesn't really matter.
0: I've seen that <laughs>
1: Hell I didn't yeah. know it. Wait, it was real.
0: Yeah, it was a real track. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's okay. kind of spooky. What the heck? Cool. It's kind of funny that you mentioned. The, I just the ride at the they just assumed they props. What? Yeah. Oh
1: my gosh. What Ten-year-old Julia sobbing as she, <laughs> she sees relics from the past.
0: Oh my god, that are real. Um, I also cried
1: on the mummy ride though too. So
0: I hear a lot of people crying. I that cry one. a lot. I heard that one was really scary. Yeah, because it's
1: scary. I I remember coming out. Sorry, I said I wasn't going to tell stories, but I came out of the mummy, and I was older. I think ten, eleven, twelve. I had not been picked up by my mother in a very long time, and I came out to her sobbing, and literally crawled into her arms, and she had to pick up gangly preteen me because
0: I was oh, crying. Oh so my bad. god! Classic.
1: It was scary.
0: Julia. Classic. <laughs> joya <laughs> oh my god i love that for you i'm fragile i'm sensitive um i think that's bit be- oh i have uh two more things here so a finger once revered in a monastery in nepal and long claimed to be from a yeti was examined by researchers 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 at the edinburgh zoo in 2011 uh, the finger generated controversy among Bigfoot and Yeti believers for decades until DNA analysis proved that the finger was human and perhaps belonged to the <gasps> corpse of a monk. I thought that was kind of interesting. A poor monk Oops. lost his finger, and everyone was Wait, saying. Wait, so the they Yeti sent finger. it
1: to? They sent it to Edinburgh.
0: Yeah. Why? Where? The Edinburgh, Edinburgh Zoo. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why a zoo. I've been to that zoo. I've been to that zoo. Is that is that them basically saying that the Yeti is an animal and not a human?
1: Of relation? Maybe. Maybe. Well, maybe. That's probably
0: why. why. Interesting.
1: Yeah. I love how it was just a monk's finger. Oh, I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> For real? <laughs> that is weird, though, because I, o- I always imagined Bigfoot and, like, Yeti to be more, like, humanoid than ape-like. Like, despite yeah. how crazy they look, my brain wants to, like, treat them as people. Like, oh, if you find, like, a Bigfoot hand, God forbid you come across a giant hand, like, I would send it to a hospital. You know? Like, I wouldn't, like, send it to the <laughs> zoo. I don't know. I like think I would call the police first. I would call, I I would call the fucking If <laughs> We're being honest. First off. Um, but yeah, so that's basically kind of this, uh, this idea of the Yeti or even, you know, Bigfoot. It's one of those cryptids that people are kind of obsessed with. There's no real like claim it. to what or where the Yeti is, but people will travel all over the world to find it. Or to find footprints or freaking whatever. It's just one of those things people obsess over. You know, there's whole TV shows for Bigfoot. Uh, Yeti is just like yeah. the <laughs> kind of icy version of it.
1: Yeah. So in your humble opinion,
0: is he real? Me? Is he out there? Oh, for, or, yeah. f- for, oh, yeah, for sure. 100% the Yeti's out Okay. So Confirmed. I don't, I don't know if, oh, I can't remember. <laughs> oh, let me grab my phone real quick. And just like check something. Okay. So, I love watching like scary shows on YouTube or whatever. But I don't know if you've <laughs> heard of that Russian expedition way back when. Yes. And it was, it was yes. Those kids, those, it was like, yes. a bunch, there, <laughs> like between 18 and 22 or 23. And they went on this. <sighs> that scares me. Yep. The
1: Dol- Dolotov Pass.
0: Yep. And they were getting their third tier hiking pass I think and that's like the top tier like you you become like a master hiker yeah. mountaineer like you are best of the best like top dollar yes. and they were going on their final trip to get that uh that badge basically and all of them except for one because he turned back halfway through cuz he wasn't feeling well all of them mm-hmm. mysteriously died in the middle of the night they had made their way up yeah. one of the mountains they were i can't remember the name of it now it'd be something that you guys would have to like look up cause that's, I... like, that's like a whole different story but um just briefly i was gonna
1: say we could do a whole episode on that yeah for
0: real like they go up this mountain pass they decide to stop and pitch camp and that's i mean they were found i think like two weeks later um like naked and then and and then everywhere they had like left their tent Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night randomly left all their gear and just took off because something had like spooked them or scared them and people think that it might have been a yeti or like some sort of bigfoot or aliens or something but a similar they like they found tracks that didn't make sense they just it just all seems so strange there's a similar Mm -hmm. a similar account of um i think it was like american students or something a more recent one and it was like a it was a a similar a similar incident i have to look it up oh my god it's gonna drive me nuts you can just cut (laughs) you can just cut you can just cut cut, jump this while i look real quick i will jump cut okay it was the boys from yuba city america's diet d'lot how do you pronounce it i've heard diatol that yeah it's but, it's a very similar incident where it was... It's actually really sad now that I remember it. It was these... Oh no. Yeah, it was these five boys. Well, they were, like, between the ages of, I think, like, the youngest was 18 or something, and the oldest was, like, maybe in his 30s. But they all had, like, oh mental no. disorders. They were either, um like, mentally handicapped or just, like, not socia- socially inept. So they all became friends. Mm-hmm. But one night, they were going to a basketball game and they were driving home and for some reason they like veered off the direction of home and went towards this mountain pass or like this wood wooded area and they all went into the woods and found this cabin and they had stayed there but you know they went missing you know parents reported them and by the time you know, they were found, their bodies were found. It was extremely similar to the Russian incident. They all had, like, left the cabin. It was, like, the middle of winter, and they were all found in different places, having fled the cabin for some reason. Oh. And, like, no one knows why. And it's, this like, this weird idea yeah. of, like, something or someone had, like, chased them up there or had, you know, who knows, because they had disabilities. You know, why were they up there anyway? One of them could have easily been like, oh... Um, I go hunting up here. Let's go check it out because it's really cool. And then, you know, they could have gone into the woods. But what in there made them all separate and run in different directions? You know, one stayed in the cabin and ended up freezing to death. Like, just crazy, unexplainable. You know, their their injuries weren't... They had injuries that, like, couldn't 100% be described.
1: Now I want to do, like, a full diet of... Past story, but that wouldn't be mine because it's not really ghosts.
0: I think that would be your. Oh yeah, I can I can do that next week. We can, we we can go real in because it's like, oh, it's weird. There's so many. Yeah. It's there's it's so wild. Much to it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I won't say any more then because there, there's like more and like what yeah. they found on the bodies <laughs> and like where were they and who not, they were. Girl, you
1: need to cover this.
0: <sighs> cover that up. Oh, that'll be next week, bros. That'll be next week. Do we'll, week. we'll do Daliyov past. Do it. Yes. It'll be so good. It'll be we'll yeti. It'll Google. be like I'm Yeti part <laughs> two. Facts. I'll just rewatch yes. that episode again. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the exactly. uh, that's kind of veered off a little at the end. But yeah, it's kind of like the Yeti. Do you do you believe in the Yeti? Do you believe in Bigfoot?
1: <sighs> I hate questions like this. <laughs> I'm because anything I will never say I don't believe in something because I do not have the authority to say so. I am all about having these mysterious things. We do not know all the secrets in the universe. That's so true. So you know what? I'm down. I don't know if I'm 100% on
0: board Until with it, proven otherwise, there's a possibility.
1: I'm kind of, what? what is it, agnostic? Like, I don't believe in God until proven otherwise kind of thing. Yep. I kind of feel that way with cryptids. Not that I don't believe in them, but... I'm all for it. If someone gave me proof, I'd be, hell yes, I'm on board. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. I just haven't. I don't know. Maybe I think it could be a relative or a weird.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answer it's, to that Cryptids are sus. That's the whole point. You're supposed to be I like, know. what the hell's going on? And I'm always why just th- like, why is there just one?
1: Why is there one? That's also man, one yeti. That, who are
0: these people that's why i mean ugh, how many times do i do this that's why it makes me wonder aliens? <laughs> if, <laughs> aliens. that's why it makes me wonder if all cryptids are like a tat like are connected to one force and that's being aliens and they actually are all re- related and it's because they're all fucking aliens bro or they could be crossing parallel universes
1: and they got stuck here and whoops wrong universe oh my god
0: it's, like, that thing that's, like, really popular on TikTok right now. The idea of, like, shifting realities. Have you seen those videos where they're, like, I shifted to no. Hogwarts for eight months and I belong there. I just spoke... Yeah, people are literally, like... What? Um, they're saying that... <laughs> I'm sorry, what? They're, okay, so, veering off again, there's this thing. There's, like, this community of people who say that you can... There's, like, different realities that you're, like, your body's in. So, like, there could be a reality of, you know, of you that never went to high school or you that never went to college and it's all these alternative universes of like what would have happened if you made this decision or that decision well there's also universes because there's countless you know the idea that there's countless universes yeah there could be a universe where hogwarts the wizarding world is real and you go to hogwarts and you are a student why the fuck am i not in this universe yeah so it's this idea that people are like there's a way to shift your consciousness and then pass your consciousness from body to body in those alternate universes so people i've, I've seen like dozens I'll, I'll tag you in one i've seen i'm on like shifting tiktok i've i've seen yes dozens please. of videos where someone like like they're distraught she's like one girl was like crying in one video and she like she's she was saying how she had just like woken up from sleeping but in her mind, she had been gone for a year and, like, living in Hogwarts as a student. I would be
1: distraught if I woke up after living in Hogwarts for
0: a year. Yeah, and she was like, and she's like, it's not (sighs) not what you think. Like, it wasn't as if Hermione and Harry were there. It was, like, your world. Like, it's real. It's not like this. It's just, like, you're in this world. And she said one time, there was another video where someone said they are able to shift back and forth like pretty fluently when they go to sleep and sometimes they're they're gone for like a long time and they'll come back and their friends at Hogwarts will be like oh my gosh like where were you we missed you like it's been like a week where have you been yeah i want I it like, <laughs> i was like i want this to be fucking real you're all pulling my fucking legs i way. want this to be true they're all hurt, lying to me. Don't like, hurt me like I that. Want <laughs> I want it. so fucking bad, bro. All
1: right, we're going to be those uh, stereotypical millennials. What house are you in?
0: Oh, I'm Ravenclaw. God damn it. <laughs> and I took the test twice to make sure. I've taken so many tests because I don't
1: want to be in my house.
0: You're Hufflepuff, aren't and you?
1: I, oh, yeah, I'm Hufflepuff. <laughs> That's it, but it's so perfect. <laughs> you are a Hufflepuff. No. <laughs> when I was younger, I tried to convince myself I was Slytherin because I was
0: angsty. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. I want. I don't want to be a Hufflepuff. <laughs> yes, you do, baby. Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw Ooh. are the way to go. Gryffindor's overrated, though. If I was in Slytherin, I would not hate yeah. it. <laughs> i would not I detest mean, well, hufflepuff's quality is
1: loyalty great
0: we follow along our other friends <laughs> great the most minor <laughs> human characteristic that you could possibly fucking have to be decent All right? loyalty oh, yeah <laughs> basic human decency great
1: <laughs> that's Glad your greatest I that. perk
0: basic human decency <laughs> though hufflepuffs are known for being super cute which doesn't which is why it doesn't shock me that you're a hufflepuff because you're like a little angel a little muffin little muffin woman who sent you who hired you
1: (laughs) i'm calling the fucking cops i (laughs) am (laughs) gone who sent you all this people (laughs) are listening going how did we go from like diet soft past to Parallel universes. People, to people
0: crushed and I'm over here calling you a sweet muffin woman. <laughs> <laughs> and you <go> <laughs> I try. Oh my god. That's fucking hilarious. But yeah. Oh, let's try and shift. Let's try and shift reality. Let's try and get to the same uh, one. Yes. Where we both go to Hogwarts no, the yes. same year. I want fucking go to Hogwarts. Hell <gasps> yeah. yeah. We're turning to those crazy I people would... that are like, I believe a hundred percent yes <laughs> i mean i'm 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 hanging on to any reality that's better than this one like if you give Oop, me some truth some inking of a possibility that i can go someplace and have magical powers who who, who am i to to was it bite a gift <laughs> horse in the mouth isn't that what it is look a gift horse oh in the mouth? is it look a gift horse in the mouth i don't know it's
1: something yeah because either you li- can it, it's look them in the mouth because you can Tell a horse's health by looking at their teeth and stuff. So, if it's a gifted horse, you don't want to really look. Gotcha. It so, don't be. bite a
0: gift horse That'd in the mouth. Be... That's not the right way to do it. Don't bite a horse's mouth.
1: <laughs> don't <laughs> don't <laughs> bite it. Look. Just look. <laughs> don't... No, don't look. Don't do anything don't, to the gift just horse. Stay, just, <laughs> take, just take it. Just, stay just take it and go. <laughs> just don't just question the gifted fucking horse. That's, that's the whole point. Just then... don't question it. Just <laughs> don't look too deep.
0: Fucking horse. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I would like to thank our right. Patreon, Carrie and Casia, for being. We have a we have an addition, and we have Brad, who is Heeha Shofar.
1: Heeha <laughs> Shofar. He real name. Thank you, Ha Shofar. Our Patreon, <laughs> Brad. Brad has joined us.
0: Thank I can't you thank so you much.
1: enough. I loved it after the last episode. He texts. Well, not texted. He messaged us on Instagram. And was just like, "You can use my real name." I I chose that randomly because I chose three words from the dictionary like <laughs> ten years ago.
0: <laughs> I'm just like, but heh shovar, but he has so far <laughs> It's so much fun to say. It rolls off the tongue. Sorry, Brad. Right. You're so not. Thank you far. to
1: everyone, Carrie, Cassia, and Brad.
0: Thank you so blessed much. to have you guys as always. Um, and <sighs> yeah, you know. As 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 they say we are your hosts. I'm Emmy and I'm Julia and until next time stay spooky my friends. Bye